one thing that I learned in secondary school is how to be a hustler. I think I have wicked tendencies, but I'm not wicked. <laughs> you're always saying bad energy stay far away, but bad huh. energy stay far away. But you're the bad energy. I dare you to lick in Kechi's pants. You guys don't know I have brain. I have brain. I got a friend now. <laughs> First of all, nobody asked. Second of all, your outfit is actually trash and we don't care. The only time the only time I'm on my knees is well that's 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 classified. Ah, uh, this is a family channel. <laughs> I hope my mother isn't listening to this podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Care Package Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. We are back in your ears, another day, another podcast. We are back with episode 62. And we're not going to lie, we said we weren't giving you guys any more of these episodes, but we just love these topics because people are mad. They are mad, I'm mad, you're mad, we're all mad. So... <laughs> This week, we are talking about Am I the Asshole? But before that, you know we have to give you guys tea. What the fuck is trash? What's happening in the world? First off, I think we should start on Anu's side of the border because my side of the country is pretty boring. Like, there's nothing Which really... side of the country? In case you guys didn't know, even though I say this every other episode, I actually have two passports. <laughs> so, my side, I have to actually clarify because I'm not sure that she means my red or my green. I do claim the green. Every now and then, when we are collecting Grammys mm. that are Afrobeat, I do I do usually claim the green. <laughs> the green. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we just wanted to talk about Nige and yeah, just Nige. First of all, so as you know, as you should know, if you're Nigerian, election season is coming up. It's coming up Back again. Are if you are election- in Nigeria mm-hmm. and you are over the age of eighteen. <laughs> Get your voters card. Get your PVC. A word is enough for the wise. You know, I think everyone thinks about, obviously, Nigeria is a very trying place, but I think when everyone thinks about election, we think doom and gloom. I think there's so many, there's such, there's one good thing about election, and that's the drinking games. When I say drinking games, I mean the drinking games we're going to create from those po- posters. How are you naturalizing alcoholic? Yeah. But, like, I remember last, or uh, whenever the last election was, when someone was running for governor, they are using his posters as landmarks and drinking. Someone looked, oh my God. When you're looking for governor, someone who wanted to kill all of us with uh, posters. Someone who literally like, if you've hit the someone who hot air balloon, you've gone too far. They're like, okay, you when you approach my house, <laughs> you first enter the gate of Banana Islands. Banana Islands <laughs> is an example. Enter the gate of Banana Islands. Someone left <laughs> then you see two green sawolus. Don't turn there. There's a just go down until you see the blue sawolu in the middle. Then oh, cut your head sharply. You see the life side sawolu. My house is next to it. Someone said if you start a drinking game, every time you see a sawolu poster from the start of the Ikoi Bridge to the end of the Ikoi Bridge, you'll be dead because there's oh, no way. you'll be dead. But yeah. And, and one of our favorite people, not my favorite, I'm joking. One of those people that we spoke about during SARS time is running for president, apparently. I was shocked. Everybody was shocked. Because now he needs the youth. And he's saying, we, we, we. Before, what was it? What it was, was it? Yeah, it was like, oh, with oh, Jack. Yeah. Now you need Jack, don't you? Hi, how are you? Get out of my face. Hi, <laughs> I cannot believe that Adam Ogawa is running for president. Same. But then who else is running for president that we know? Well, so, who? 
This we guy, can't say who's running for president because apparently presidential form is a hundred million. So let's even talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about that. Let us talk about that because Asu lecturers have been on strike because they want to raise, they want you know better pay. Yeah. The hundred million that they get from each application, what are they doing? Hmm. Hmm. What? And it's just what? like okay. Osibanjo is also running for president. Um, sure. Isn't Asiwaju running? But before we get to Tinubu, Osibanjo running. What do you think about that? No thoughts. That whole country, no thoughts. No thoughts, just vibes. My thing is that everybody's like, oh, during the eight years where well, he couldn't say anything, he was shy. It's his time to shine. Eight years. Yeah, I don't believe it. He was not yes. house of yes. 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 Okay, I know we talk about this a lot on the podcast. Can you guys just do eight years? Eight years of these people. Guys, when we started in Buhari's term, let me put it in perspective for you guys. Pound to Naira was like around that 200, 300. Pound to Naira now. Let's not talk about it. Say what you want about Jonathan. In Jonathan's time, and I know some of you guys can relate. You people are going on holidays every Easter, summer, and Christmas. We're flying. Yeah, I always talks about this. No, because it's true. Now we're all at the back of the plane looking at ourselves, and we're going to the same London, the same Dubai. We can't afford guy. Countries t- like you know, before, like when this thing started, your parents used to be like country tight. Even me. I know that the country is tight. <laughs> Don't kill me. You didn't know before. Nutri C that used to be 200 for 12 was 1-2. No, know. it's the fact that when we were in secondary school, in year 7, Nutri was 25 now. <clears throat> By the time oh, we were leaving secondary school, it was about five. As in one sachet. Imagine how much it is today. Hi. You know, one of the tweets I just personally resonated with was one of the guys. I think when someone in government tweeted, like, you know, you guys can't forget that, you know, we're in it together. You guys shouldn't have, <laughs> you guys shouldn't have doubts for your country because apparently, as US visa place opened, lights, lights are filled. They said last person be nice to turn up the lights, please. Hello. Okay. He basically said that we're a country, like, you guys shouldn't let your disdain for the people, like, stop the country and someone tweeted please you people should let us know how much money you want future looting funds allowances whatever we need you people out effectively i saw that i saw that and i said yes we need you people out we'll contribute we'll contribute if you get all of them out of government between between buhari osibanjo asiwaju samu and dino melai god LMAO, not Dino. No, Dino is just a clown. Can we just remember that this year, this government was the government when that guy fainted, but they were asking him where money went. Nigeria. Now, as for Tinubu running, Tinubu can be president of Nigeria. Tinubu can be president of Nigeria, or that is the end of the country as we know it. In fact, you know, it's bad when people are saying Abacha is a better, like Abacha would have been a better president than Buhari. Like, yeah. I didn't live during Abacha's time, but my dad said, do you know what Abacha was like? Abacha said, shut up, and everybody shut up. Like, that was a military man. That guy always has sunglasses on. <laughs> to me, that's just me. That's someone you shouldn't fuck with. And this one, this is a president that's always having ear infection. That's always flying to England. 
Anyway, speaking of England, uh, things are actually happening over here. Um, now, um, before we get into this, I'm going to give a trigger warning for sexual assault. And I'm also going to say the care package is a light podcast. I'm going to talk about things in a light manner. It doesn't mean that we regard the issue of sexual assault. We don't take it lightly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so you guys may or may not know the show Backchats. Um, Backchats was kind of killing my people um, around that kind, 2015, 2016, 2017. Backchats. We were on it. We are watching all the <laughs> So the network that does Backchats has released a few show, a new shows over the year. Blue Therapy is another popular one that you may or may not have heard of. Uh, Paul and Choma and, and, you know, those people. And so they just released a new show called Full Disclosure. And you know what? I found that the guy, the 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 new shows, because the guy who did Backchat is still the same producer, he tends to like to use his old Backchat people. Yeah. So this was a conversation between Esther and Lani talking about a guy that they both dealt with who had abused them. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched the episode, so I'm not sure if it was emotionally or physically, but he had abused them both um i know with lani he leaked her nudes and stuff yeah um and they were talking about you know how that made them feel and then if there's a lot of speculation about who the guy was um because they said um no what they i don't think they specified that they were on the show with him i think they just said he's a guy that we both know yeah it was after the you know they had spoken about it that esther decided a few days later esther now said i can confirm his name is Mark Cuban. And then you watch the back chats. That wouldn't have shocked you. And then at the same time, Lani did file a police report and the police did come to her house to get statements. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So hey, my apologies. We're actually currently recording this around that kind swim. So if you guys ever doubt that I love you, then I don't know what more I can do for you. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I was just saying when I found out it was Mark Cuban, like I was not surprised. You know, the things that those people say on back chat, you'd be thinking that they're just talking, but everything that they say, everything that they're saying is representing their character and their views. Yes, and you know, all this as a man, as an alpha male. You know, the real pandemic, if you see a man, they might, if you see, wait, actually, I'm going to correct if you see men. At a table wearing headphones with microphones on, because you just hear a whole lot of crap. And you know, 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 everybody said, get your coin. Like we were a podcast. We don't we don't have table, we don't have mic, but we're a podcast. And you know podcasters are actually ruining it for the rest of us. Like they are actually giving podcasters a a bad name. And you know, one of the ones I was listening to, one guy said. If my woman has Instagram, it's cheating. It's cheating. He will not say that he's a high value male. 
And yeah, those podcasts are giving us a bad rep. And you know, one thing that shows is the misogyny. Like, I know a popular theme on all those male podcasts is like talking about body counts, and they'll always be like, as a man, I'm desired so I can have a body count, but I don't want even want to have body counts. It's like fuck off, fuck out of here, bro. Anyways, but yeah, back chats was one of those shows, and. To be completely transparent, I only so all this blue. Th- I watched like a few episodes of Blue Therapy. I watched that one where they went to a foreign place, but I didn't really watch loads. Like I never really like kept up with it. So I just you know the last episode of Back Chat I watched was the one when they were talking about men eating people out on their periods. That was the one I watched, and that one was funny because was- if a man eats me out on my period, I'll respect him more. <laughs> One of the most iconic lines in the whole of Back Chat. Yeah, you know, obviously, like Ali said, we're a live podcast. So, you know, if you want to find out more information about the Mark Cuban situation, please go check Esther Lani's profiles. Go watch the video because I don't know. If they I share can... a lot. They share a lot yeah. as well. I don't know if like, we can speak about loads of these things on the podcast. If you guys want us to, we can. But on this episode, not maybe. But Speaking about back chats, let's talk about some of our favorite characters. Where are they now? Who we liked? Who we hated? Can we just talk about how Nunu was the most hated person on back chats? As she should be. She does another person that is ruining it for Anu's everywhere. Her name is Anu. Is it good thing she doesn't go by that? Right. I think, you know, Nunu has said loads of out of pocket because Nunu was young. So for those of you that don't know, back chat was basically males, females, like they discuss. Mm-hmm. And Nunu was one of the youngest people on Nunu was probably like 19 when she was, was 19. And you know what? At the time, I was probably like 14, 15, 16. I thought, oh, like, I thought, you know, I didn't think she was old. I knew she was young, but I was still like, oh, 19 is like, you know, old enough. Yeah. But now I'm 20 years old and I'm just like, why did they have her on there? Yeah. So basically, one of the things that, like, Nunu was already hated. People just thought she was that. One of the things that, you know, cemented everybody's hate was when. Nunu said to Esther, what were you doing at 21? Popping babies. Oh, oh my God. No, that is the most iconic line in the whole of actions. Guy. The nigga was too salty. Everybody was like, she did not she fucking said, What were you that. doing at 21, Esther? Popping, Popping babies. babies. And Nunu said in her defense, it was because everybody was coming at her. Fez. But Nunu, you already knew you were. You went for the child. You went for the child. We leave people's children out of it. Bring up their parents, sure. Children, no. We don't. The children are our future. Please leave them out of your nonsense. I believe the children are our future. I also don't know. Lani used to be on uh, back chats. I I can't really remember Lani TBH or the old one. We also had Lucas. There was Biscuit. Biscuit was later arrested. In connection with Biscuit, was also, Biscuit was also squeezing his mommy's bonbon. <laughs> and that uh, Biscuit was squeezing his mommy's bonbon. I didn't find a problem with it. And then we have Adrian who was always trying to play this peacemaker. The thing that my issue with Adrian is that Adrian spoke a lot, but he also didn't speak a lot. Like he's one of those people in your classes that just speak for participation points. They'll be like the hyperbole of the dysentery. And of his the- voice was very like, you know what the thing is like we need to talk about the reason why 
that's not job shame that's not job shame but it's just quite interesting how you can go from because you know the guy does music so maybe his music career did not take off <laughs> i keep saying every day music is a very hard industry to go to but the thing is to make him the music business i'm not going to lie to you me i can't sing and i don't have a five all I can see is to make it in the music business, you need honest people around you. You don't need people lying and be like, wow, Anu, that's fire. And that just... bar was hard, bro. <sighs> Thank you. Anyways, on to the actual episode. So we're just going to be reading you guys a couple of stories. And we're going to decide whether they are the households or they are not the households. Anu? So we've actually done an episode like this before. I was just going to say, we've done an episode like this before. And you guys really liked it. So... Sometimes we do these at the end of the episodes, but this whole episode is just going to be dedicated to Am I the Assholes from Reddit? And we're going to sit down to decide if they're assholes together. So I'll read the first one. Am I the asshole for reporting my aunt to the FBI? I'm already worried. worried. Some background. My aunt has been what I like to call a raging racist my entire life. Maybe she was different before. I just know that I knew more racial slurs than swear words as a young child because she would go off for hours at family gatherings. You've never seen eye to eye on politics of any nature. I have been NC with her for years. What does NC stand for? North Carolina, I think. Wait, actually, it might not mean that, but carry on. I dropped all pretense. No contact. No contact. No contact. I dropped all pretense once my grandparents died. I'm a queer American married to a mixed race person. I don't have time for walking on eggshells around my family. I'm friends with her on Facebook, but I have her muted. Really, it's only to keep the peace and to see pictures of my cousin's babies. Fast forward to 6th of January. You know the one. Ooh, 6th of January. I knew she was there. I knew she was there. That was the day that the Trump insurrection guys and the conspiracy theorists stormed the Capitol. She was there at the rally and had posted pictures on Facebook. When the FBI put out a request for information, I provided her contact information. (laughs) You might have images on her phone or something else that would have assisted whatever investigation went on. As I reported a co-worker that I knew attended the rally, so I wasn't sling, singing, her, sling, singling her out. Ha, huh, English. Somehow my mother found out. Either they played guest the corporate and decided I was the most liberal family member, or just assumed it was me. I didn't tell anyone except my spouse, who does not speak to my family. Um, see for the above reason. So now my mother, my aunt, and everyone is pissed off on me and says that I did it out of spite because I don't agree with my aunt's politics. I don't, but that's not why I sent along her information. I was told that I should apologize, but don't think I did anything wrong. If she wasn't a part of the actual insurrection, she shouldn't have to worry. I've been cut off from that side of my family, though I'm not too broken up over it. I'm just wondering if I should have kept my mouth shut for the sake of the family, as I've been told to over and over. Actually, you're not the asshole. Do you know why? It was every American's duty to report. Don't you me. <laughs> Insurrection. Because that thing was a coup. That shit was illegal. Like, honestly, my thing is, if she actually wasn't part of the actual insurrection, she shouldn't be worried. Period. I know what makes it so satisfying. People that were part of that insurrection. Up till now, there's still people going to jail. And I'm like, that's what you fucking get. People were reporting I- their co-workers. A girl was catfishing guys on Bumble and being like, I'm a Trump supporter. And they'll be like, you want to know a secret? I was at January 6th. And then she'll just be like, cut him! 
You know what? This is why men will always be the weakest link. How did it, how can you as a man allow that to happen to you? As a man. <laughs> anyway, since you're not the asshole, Joe. Yeah, pushing. I don't think you're the asshole, but I just want to use this opportunity to kind of point out something. People always expect us to be like super diplomatic when it comes to family. Like when yeah. your parents or like you know, you know somebody your family has done something bad, you're not really allowed to say bad things about them. You're not really allowed to, you know, reprimand them in public. And I, I, I'm not really here for that. Like, no, you did no. a bad thing. Like you did a bad thing. Like there's absolutely no reason why I need to be protecting you, especially if you shown me no love in life. Yeah. However, one thing I will say though is that. The, it, although the person says they didn't do it out of spite, if it was someone that they actually really, really cared about, do you think they would have done that? I don't think so. Okay, so are we saying that, that person, if that person they were reporting still had those kind of views towards that person? No, as in, if it was somebody that loved them, like if it was their spouse, yes, for example. Would. They, they wouldn't. Do. So as much as they say, oh, it wasn't out of spite, it kind of was. I mean, it's out of spite for two. Well, I mean, first off, I think it's two things. I think it's out of spite only because he knows her political views. And I don't think it's out of spite because, like, people were asking for information about the people at the insurrection. Yeah, no, I don't think it was completely out of so spite. I, think I definitely aunt, feel like there's a little the aunt, bit of Yeah, so I think it was spite, but the aunt's views... When they live in the coffin. Mm. If she was just an insurrection, but she didn't have any like shady views, it might have been like devil on your shoulder, angel on your shoulder. Mm. But the fact that she hated people, hey, you were done. <laughs> okay. Next one. Am I the asshole for telling my brother that his wife was faking a pregnancy? I don't want to read this because you're not. I already know. <laughs> My brother and I have never been close, so my sister-in-law and I haven't been either. However, one day after coming home to a luncheon with our family, she announced she was pregnant. At first, everyone, including me, was excited about having a new niece or nephew. However, she supposedly went into the pregnancy five or six months. She wasn't growing, was drinking alcohol. Come on, keep your lives straight. Never had any ultrasounds, even though had a hospital appointment my brother was never allowed to go to. Was still bending heavy things for her job. When asked if her job knew she was pregnant, she said she never told them, among other things. One day I was annoyed at her behavior and asked if my brother asked if he ever saw a pregnancy test. He said he didn't. I said to him, I doubt she's pregnant. She should confirm she is because she is, should confirm she's pregnant. Three weeks later, I found out my brother found out she's not really pregnant after forcing her to allow him to go to a hospital for a checkup. She did go to a checkup, but not for pregnancy-related issues. She's saying that I shouldn't have interfered into her business and I shouldn't have had anything to do with it. Now he's demanding a divorce. I said she shouldn't have faked a pregnancy. She said she had a miscarriage at the hospital later said, but the hospital later said to Anthony that she was never pregnant. You're not the asshole, the fuck? Even if me and my brother hate each other, if I find out someone's out here trying to finesse him, like, I'm telling you. I mean, what do you think? Hmm. 
first of all, this is giving glee. If any of you have watched Glee, then you'll know what I'm talking about. Because literally, Mr. Shista's wife pretended to be pregnant for so long. To the point that she went to go and buy one pregnancy pouch. You strap it to your stomach and it makes you look pregnant. Yeah. And then she was now going to make a deal with Quinn for break. Because the popular girl got pregnant. So she made a deal with her. Because the popular girl didn't want anyone to know she was pregnant, obviously. Because she was literally head of the chastity group. I think it's yeah. chastity. It's like celibacy, yeah. So they now made a deal that she would take her baby from her. And then it was all quite funny and messy. So it's very much giving glee. But I need one good reason why the sister-in-law faked this pregnancy. And also, if she was going to fake the fake pregnancy, why didn't she? She didn't follow through. How do you pretend you're pregnant and you're drinking alcohol? Alcohol! Like, what? You might as well be smoking. Like, yeah. I think, I don't think you're the asshole. I think, I think faking pregnancy is one of, like, we get pregnancy scams every day. And, you know, the fact that she said she was five or six months along and she wasn't growing, like... She said she's crazy. She's not lying well. <laughs> no, for real. I don't think you're the asshole, sis. Keep it pushing. Keep it motherfucking pushing. Well, That's an interesting one. Fucking pregnancy. God, deliver my people. Deliver my people. Okay, I'm going to read the next one. The next one is am i the asshole for expecting my friend to pay for my hospital bills yes <laughs> hi a 21 year old male have been friends with macy since old female for five years he recently got extremely into tiktok and making videos as well as trends and stuff on there i don't have tiktok i really don't know what goes on over there anyways that brings me to last month where she insisted on having me over for dinner and insisted on cooking me dinner we normally have get-togethers with a group of five friends, but this time it was just us. She then told me she had made tacos. I forgot exactly what meat she claimed it was, but it was some sort of impossible meat anyways. I'm definitely allergic to soy, and I had a reaction to the food she made and had to stay had to stay in the hospital for a week where I almost died. She has yet to apologize and claims it was only a TikTok prank, and it was be around me for further. I might ask her for demanding she my hospital. She doesn't do it willingly. I will take any legal action I can. Though I am not a lawyer and do not know what she might look like. Edit, she was not aware of my soy allergy before. Edit, I also did ask if she used any soy in the middle and she told me she didn't. What I didn't explicitly tell her about my allergy, I still feel misled. Mm-hmm. The thing is, up until it was just a TikTok prank, I was actually thinking, actually, you're an asshole. Like, she didn't really mean to, like, you know, yeah. pay for bills. And then when he said she didn't know about soy allergy, I was about to say, okay, you're the asshole. And then she said, I asked her if there was soy, and she said no. Yeah. Yeah, I can't lie. She has to pay those bills. <coughs> she has to pay those bills. But even the thing is that all he has is word of mouth. He has no evidence. He goes to Judge Judy now. Judge Judy will now say, okay, do you have the... Do you have it written down when she said there was no soy? He'll say no. She'll say, yeah. get out of my courtroom. I think, I think, like you said, I think I was like, yes, you are the asshole. And especially after she mentioned, like, you didn't tell her you had a soy allergy. But if I didn't cook something and I was like, oh, is there milk in this? There would be some concern drawn if there was milk in it. Like, I would be like, oh, why? Like, can you not, like, are you allergic or something? So, yes, pay those, you're paying those bills. Rubbish. I don't know, it's half and half. I don't think you're an asshole, but if you like, don't be checking if there's soy inside. Be trusting people's opinions. I'm not the asshole for not sending my friend who insulted me in their wedding photos yet. 
in late November, I was invited to the wedding of a close friend. They mentioned not having a photographer. I do amateur photography and they asked if I could take some pictures for them. Other photographers might understand this. It's a common occurrence for friends to try to get free photos. But I consented with the caveat that I wouldn't be able to get edited copies back to them until after the holidays. Before Christmas even came, that friend got extremely upset about a Facebook post of mine. This friend is prone to emotional instability and decided to inbox me, insulting me, my parenting, my partnership with my fiance, my goals, everything they knew about me. Uh-huh. <laughs> they told me they thought I was a bad person who contributed bad things to this world. Some context, this is the first time this has happened, but this time I told them I'm done. I won't forgive them or let them back into my life without an apology and accountability. Due to a severance of contact, I chose not to edit or send the wedding photos because honestly, the idea of spending that time doing that for someone who had viciously insulted me didn't sit right with me. Ever since February, this ex-friend has been sending me nasty messages on my phone. What the fuck are my wedding photos, you bitch? Is the tone for most of them? <laughs> he has also had his partner attempt to send me messages. My partner thinks I'm somewhat holding them hostage and should send them the raw files. Part of me doesn't want to do shit for someone who has treated me like this. I think this I'm story. Prime, I think this story is a prime example of why contracts exist. And exactly. If you are providing a service, no matter as to your grandma, provide written explanation of what going to fucking go down. Because you, if you have a contract with a customer, but they treat you like ass, like they're still required to pay you by law and you can't mm-hmm. sue. Mm-hmm. And you have to obviously, you know, do your own part. Mm-hmm. I think people need to remember, especially wedding photographers. <laughs> Those are the people you want to play with. It's like if people didn't hear about that woman that did pay her photographer, she deleted all the pictures in front of her. There and hey! there. I will start tearing on my hair. In fact, I can never do that. <laughs> I'm in two minds about this one. I honestly feel they should just give them the pictures like i, I mean, even, like, if, them even if he doesn't want to edit them give them the raw photos because i as much as the person is being a dickhead and the person doesn't deserve anything good they made an agreement and i think he should just honor that i do think he's being a bit of an asshole yeah That's i do good. agree with you he should honor that agreement yeah okay next one am i the asshole for saying i'm going to sue my sister because she stole my social security number no immediately no immediately no my english is not that great but i'm going to try my best so me a female 30 year old and my sister female 33 were born in the u.s but our parents were from a different country so we moved out when we were very little my sister moved back to the u.s five years ago i recently found out because one of my nieces told me that my sister has been using my social security number to do taxes since she went back. I personally haven't used it to do anything because I've always lived in a different country and I don't have any plans to go back to the US. Also, my parents, I'm going to investigate what she's been doing with this. And if I find something bad, I'm going to show accusing her of fraud and theft identity. They haven't talked to me since then because they said that I don't have plans. They say that if I don't have plans to live in the US, whatever she does with my social security number is not going to affect me because I'm in a different country. So I'm either asshole and should. And should should I stop trying to find out what she's been doing with my personal information? You're not the asshole. And just put this into perspective for a lot of you. Social security is like your blood. Like when they do anything in America, like you have to know your social security. So your credit score, like 
you get a job background checks it's like national insurance for my uk guys thank you so and for my nigerian guys it's like nin <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's basically what social security is and obviously like i knew said it, other places might not be as deep as like like national insurance like nin is just identity your ear and your phone your social is hooked to every single fucking thing so if you do anything they can find you by your social and just put in perspective for you guys. We don't know what dodgy shit her sister doing. Although she's not living in the US, her sister might be fucking up her credit. So if she ever wants such to... a big deal, her sister could have literally just told her, I'm from the US, I, mean, I want to use it. Also, they were her. both born in America. The sister has a social... Has her own. What's wrong with her own? <laughs> What's wrong with her own? And you know, it wouldn't be dodgy if she was using it like for a background check or something because not in use. But the fact that she's using it for tax information... You guys know who the IRS are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People that have hush puppy fighting for his life. I love you. I think, okay. Yes, I, I agree. I don't think she's the asshole because she's actually investigating first. She doesn't find anything bad. She'll freeze. Find something bad. She'll not freeze. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Someone steal my social. I will sue you. You're crazy. That's identity theft. Last one is, am I an asshole for refusing to share a room with a guy? My friend and I were supposed to go on a weekend trip. At last minute, she tells me she's bringing a friend. I asked who it was, but she said it wasn't someone I knew, but it would be fine. When I went to pick them up, I realized it was a guy, and I told my friend I wasn't comfortable with him sharing our room. She said that it's fine, he's gay, and I said, okay. But <laughs> what's wrong with people? But on the way, I googled him, I found his Instagram and a bunch of photos of him and girls and some captured my girlfriend and I. I showed it to her and she dismissed it saying he told her he was gay and no straight man would. Loads of straight men would say they're gay, but okay. And no straight man would say they're gay. I asked where she met him and she said through a mutual friend a few weeks ago. I told her I wasn't sharing a hotel room and I was driving back every night to sleep. The friend overheard us and said I wasn't believing him being gay was invalidating. I don't believe him after seeing his Instagram. Two hour drive, but the Airbnbs and hotels were full, but I wasn't happy having a random guy in the room while I slept. My friend and the guy were mad since they expected to share the hotel three ways and complained I had to pay my portion. I told them I'm not paying because I'm not staying in the hotel. They're making it such a fuss. I continued arguing with me, but I dropped them off at the hotel and came back because I didn't want to deal with that the whole weekend. I didn't go back to hang out with them and they ended up needing a hundred dollar Uber to get back with my friend and sister had to pay for it. I think two things. I think first off, if I've said me and Annie were going on a trip and then last minute I'm like, oh, my friend's coming, he's a guy. I think it's normal for Anu to be a bit skeptical so we can all avoid stories that touch up guys. Truthful, very stressful. The thing is, personally, if this happened between Shira and I, I would be a bit like, but I don't think I would refuse. I wouldn't refuse when this person refused, but that's not to say that they don't have a valid reason for refusing. Yeah. Like, honestly, we don't want to hear stories that touch. <laughs> we don't want to hear stories that touch. And especially, like, it's a different thing if it's like a mutual that we've both known. For a while, or a mutual I've known for like my whole life. I'm like, guy, mm, somebody that I definitely have heard. You met him last week. <laughs> a random guy, and the guy says gay, but the guy's not gay. And it'd be a different situation. Like, 
I know some people use their friends to go places. Me, I'm one of those people. I used to use my friends to go and meet boys that year. But you ain't got no shame. I don't. <laughs> but I think if the friend wanted to, you know, hook up with this guy, say you want to hook up with him, like, don't be trying to have a holiday on my expense. And, yeah. You know, I wake up in the middle of the night thinking there's a story that talks. And she literally didn't give him, give her friend any notice. Just on the way, so by the way, please. Let's pick up my friend. <laughs> I'm sorry, that kind of road. I don't think it's only because like stories that touch should be happening too much now. And to avoid stories that touch, if it's a girl's trip, it's a girl's trip. Like I think one thing people have to realize, like people aren't always going to share their uncomfortable, especially in group settings. Because I know if it was like a case where the friend had bought two boys now, it would be like, oh, I can't say no, this is this is this. this. But, like, you guys should know if your friends are uncomfortable. The way I like to think about it, if it happens to you and you are uncomfortable, don't do it to somebody else. Finish. Her. Right, guys. So, we've read six stories. I think out of the six stories, we have four assholes. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, four, what? Four non-assholes. This package has been one signed. One half-asshole. Sealed. And, and one Thank you. asshole. Yeah. 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 All right, guys, that's all we have for you guys on this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it because we definitely enjoyed these episodes because human beings are crazy. But yeah, we enjoyed it. Um, yes, that's the end of this episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Care Package Pod and TikTok at The Care Package Pod. You know the vibes already. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.